following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, December 17th, 2021, season 17, episode number 81. Welcome to... The latest edition of The Break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick and Amber here. Dave will be joining us momentarily. Nick, give me an 81 start the show. Uh, uh, I got to go backwards. All right. We've been doing this 80 times now, 81 times. Yeah. yeah. Never have I had more people hit me up on Twitter. I got a few of those, too. Oh, my About God. About 80? I'm sorry. And they're right. They're right. Because if you would ask me the greatest play in Cowboys history, in my opinion, it would be Alvin Harper's play against the Not Hail Mary. No. Not, not to me, not because right. I watched it. Yeah, nineteen eighty. I mean, I mean the eighty. Uh, Alvin Harper, the play seventy-two yards against the 49ers. Yeah. That that would just that what kind of propelled them to a dynasty. I loved Alvin Harper. I loved his game. I just kind of I just overlooked it yesterday, and so yeah. all these people that hit me up yesterday, I apologize. Eighty. All right, eighty-one. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't even use him. Give me another one. I don't want that one. I give that one back. Give me another one. Oh, Peerless Price, maybe? 81? <laughs> really? LaRon Robinson? He, he busted out 11 LeRon, touchdowns? Yeah. He actually had one of those years where he got paid off of that year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he got a nice deal for another team yeah. off of that year he had here. I, guess I thought so. you were going to say your boy James Whalen. He was well, 81. I mean, trust me, Chris, I can do. I can wait like four more times with him because he passed around. He had more numbers than anybody. He did. Yeah. He did. All right, I'll take my popcorn somewhere else. All right. <laughs> you weren't good. going for it? You, you, you're not having it? Whatever. Great player. Yeah, he was a great player. He was. Great drama. Do, do you know who we're talking Tons about? Tons of drama. Nope. Popcorn, get your popcorn ready. What about Jackie Smith? Oh, I, I remember because who was it that made a comment about Was it CD that one time kind of said a comment like that too? Was it? Do you want to say something about that lately? Somebody it, it said popcorn. Like, I forgot who it was. It was recently said it. We're talking about Terrell. Was that Jerry on his radio show the other day, maybe? Oh, there was somebody else. I'm pretty sure it was CeeDee Lamb earlier in the year that he said, get your popcorn ready in in reference to the three wide receivers playing together and all that. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. Old Terrell Owens. He was different. Yeah, no, Jackie Smith. And uh, nobody wants to hear Jackie. People would rather hear T.O. <laughs> than hear Jackie Smith, who's in the Hall of Fame. So is T.O. Hey, look, don't get me wrong. T.O. was a, a really good player and a really good player here. T.O. was just one of those guys that it was always you were kind of weighing that balance between his talent and the drama he brought, right? And whatever point the talent was not enough to overcome the drama – and he had to be out. And that's the hard part for guys like that. Like, he probably could have played here. He probably could have had a much longer career if the drama didn't always seem to follow him. I'll tell you, I played basketball with him. I shot some hoops with him before the game in Carolina in 2007. No. Our, our hotel had a basketball court and went up there and was shooting with an, another guy who covers, uh, he used, used to cover the team. And uh, we were shooting, and it was just three of us, two, two basketballs. And uh, you know, T.O. had his own ball. You know how it is. Normally, when you miss, you know, then you, you, you know you don't get change. You know, you get the ball. 
But with T.O., we were just passing it back to him, you know. And he was like, nah, man, let's just shoot. Let's. So it was good. And then all of a sudden we had to go to the bus and all that. And then he went and played the game and got hurt and uh, hurt that night. Certainly didn't get hurt before, right? No, he got hurt okay. that just game. Just making sure. Yeah. So basically. I got pink eye that night, too. That was the night I got pink eye. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it's a bad day. It was bad. It was, yeah, it was a bad <laughs> Gee, day. What? On the plane. Like, I, I don't know what that story looks like, but I was trying to write after the game with pink eye. Yep. Uh, Rocket Ishmael, all, by the way. 81. Yeah. What were you saying, everyone? I was going to say, he, he actually didn't really play together. He basically was just we running just around, picking up the ball. <laughs> and giving it back to him? It to <laughs> true. It's probably right. true, yeah. yeah there, speaking, there was no one-on-one with with T.O. or anything like that. Speaking of basketball, one of the best basketball games, pick-up basketball games I ever saw in my life, uh, and I think I've told you this story before, it happened at training camp years ago oh, I was, yeah. uh, my room was like literally there was this little area in the restricted area of the of, of Oxnard uh-huh. where we where we stay where they had a basketball goal that would sit there at the end and every once in a while guys would come out there and play a little bit but I was already getting ready for bed and all of a sudden I'm hearing all this noise yeah. and the, the players had gotten out of their night meetings and a pickup basketball game had gotten started and Tony's out there Cole Beasley's out there Dez is out there. I mean, it's like all the players are out there, and it was a battle. When I tell you, they were battling back. I sat there at my window because I was on the second floor. I sat there at my window and watched the game because that's how entertaining it was. Did you see it too? I kind of came over there because there was one of the same people we're talking about. It was was a good one, and you could hear it. Yeah, you definitely could hear it. Dez was there, yeah. So you could definitely <laughs> right. So you hear knew something was going that on. Dez was there, yeah. and then uh, and uh, Sean Lee, I believe. Yeah, was Sean was out there. Yeah. Sean's a good basketball yeah. player. But all of them, like I yeah. was like, but this just tells you how great athletes. Like I saw my wife this the other day. Like there is no guy that's playing professional football, professional basketball that is not a great. I mean, an outstanding athlete. Mm-hmm. People like to say, oh, he's he's crap, he's trash, whatever. Trust me. None of these guys are trash. These are these are top world class athletes, and all you got to do is watch them do other things that are athletic, and you'll see just how athletic they I really are. I saw that firsthand. We played flag football back in the day. Yeah, um, Tony was on that team for a little bit. No one even knew him, but that wasn't the, what I remember the most. Well, I, yeah, I do remember that in the most because he was the quarterback, but uh, he was a great defense player too. But Marcus Steele uh, was a linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. Fourth round pick, USC, wasn't that great? It was okay. Yeah. He comes out playing with us. Dude was a baller, like as a as a receiver. I mean, we're, I mean, that <laughs> how was, big, he was a pretty big linebacker. Yeah, he wasn't a little. They linebacker. used to have a show called Pros versus Joes. Yeah, and it was that's what it was. I mean, yeah. Marcus Steele was just just Randy Moss and people us yeah. out there. You know, he was yeah. on our team. But it was, it was, that that was a good example of like yeah. these guys are just they're on a different phenomenal level. athletes. Phenomenal athletes. So we I, named a few eighty ones. Yeah. All right, so here, let's go into, uh, let's get some injury updates here. Uh, what do we know about Tony Pollard at this point? I think Tony Pollard, I mean, I, it looks like it's going to go down to the end again. But, I mean, it sounds like it's kind of Is rampant. he progressing? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to McCarthy there. I know we're still, we're still listening to it now. But, like, it sounds like from this morning that, that it's still, like, they're, they're kind of ramping it up where he's going to get at least a chance to do it now. He'll be on the field before the game. I bet it comes right down to it again. It's all about the comfort level of how he's feeling pretty much yeah. that day. Yeah, when it's a when it's a torn plantar fascia, you might know more about this than I do. I don't, I don't know a ton about it. I don't. But it sounds like it's a pain management kind of thing. It is. More than That's what else, I've right? always been told. Or pain tolerance. Pain tolerance. 
and also but it's a, comes from what goes. I've heard like that one the one that he has is the type that if you like keep walking on it too much or whatever you can make it actually worse really yeah th that's what I read somewhere and, and yeah. heard about his specific one because you can have one that it's just pain related but I believe that his if he gets out there too soon or whatever he can actually just make it worse yeah Corey Clement Against the Giants, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't need to tell it. You wouldn't even would you just not even chance it? Just be like, give him another week. Why not? I mean, I, you do want to clinch this thing. I mean, you, and I don't think it's good. We're gonna get in that a little later. There are some scenarios, but go ahead. You need a whole segment. For you that. need a lot. Yeah, we, we're gonna go down that thing. Um, I'm gonna make Amber pick all the games too. I mean, I, I just, if, if in that case, in that scenario, making it worse, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the business of making it worse so I can beat the Giants on the road. And, and I'm not saying that it's going to be a, a cakewalk or whatever, but I think you, if you can beat Washington on the road without him, I think you can beat the Giants. Yeah. So no, I'm not risking it. I mean, division games are division games. There's no such thing yeah. as an easy division yeah. game. Uh, but I, I get your point. They got like, pride. They yeah. hate the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. you know the. The the fans that go to the game that are for the Giants, I mean it'll 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 be a I'm not gonna say it's a battle. I, I think they're gonna do the best they can. I just think the Cowboys are are just head and shoulders above them, and I don't think they're in the they're in the the boat right now that they're gonna be looking past anybody. I just oh, yeah. I, I think we've kind of done that. I think they're gonna get their attention, and if they get their attention, then we just think they're gonna get their best. I don't think the Giants can hang in there. So we're just picking games right here for a segment. No, we're not, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, tell me what's going on with him. He missed practice yesterday or it was limited, I should say. Let me, let me uh, pull that stuff up. I don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I got asked about Tank, and I was like, Tank? I mean, it was good. I, I, honestly, that, that one caught me by surprise this morning. Yeah. I didn't even know anything about yeah. Demarcus Lawrence. So I need Dave in here to, to mess with all He's that. He's the one that's been talking to Coach here for the last – what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, I guess? Must let's, be good. Let's wait on a tank update there. Okay. I did hear them this morning, though, say Cedric Wilson. Wilson sounds like there's a possibility he could be back at practice today. Uh, he's out right now with COVID. I assume there's a test that he's going to have to pass. Uh, well, he's negative, but it uh, sounds like there's a possibility, well, there's a chance. It, okay. I know they have the new protocols coming out, or yeah. they're, they're out, I guess. Yeah. One of them was that you only have to pass one test. Yeah. So those new protocols, I guess, now, in place? Now, they, they asked him about that, and he said, I'm not, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, based on where he is uh, and in the protocol, he is, there's a possibility well, that he can be back. He didn't I, – I, I, I think he was being very careful not to say one or the other way. Yeah. old protocol, new protocol. He just said, based on what I've been told by Jim this morning, Jim Maurer, mm -hmm. he says it sounds like there's a chance that he could be back today. Which means that it comes down to symptoms. I mean, it starts – with symptoms with with players like that because if they don't have symptoms then that's the first thing yep. and then they got to pass test and it's just a test it's not right? the other way around it's it's the symptoms first so yeah. if he's if he's symptom free um you know that's that's obviously a good thing and yeah. that that'll be a good you know he, he's a guy that he needs to play uh for this offense i think he's a real big part of this offense big part of the special teams you know he he's just one of those glue guys that i always compare to patrick Creighton. i think he's that type of guy and I think those guys are important. And more than anything else, I really at this point, with, with all the challenges they're having right now on the offense, I want as many of the guys out there as possible because 
that all allows those repetitions allow them to hopefully get back in that rhythm that they were having earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, and so he's a part of that. So he's not a, a key cog. There are other guys that are more important, but I do think him having him in the mix, I think, is a a part of it. And I kind of want him to get back out there. I want him to be out there to be able to be tank. part of resurrecting. Playing tank. Yeah, tank's playing. Okay, good. <laughs> we're not worried easy. about tank. All right, good. Are we worried about anybody? No. Okay. I mean, shoot, even. Cedric Wilson That's apparently might about, yeah. be back at work today. Tony so. Pollard? Um, I still don't feel great about that one. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Better. I, I feel the same way that I have earlier this week, which is like, eh, not confident. But Has anything changed in what he's doing or his he status? Was lim- he participated in practice for the first time yesterday. He was okay. limited, which means he did something other than rehab on the side. So right. step in the right direction. Yeah, Nick was saying he he thinks you know, if it was up to him he'd just sit him this week. Like why mess with it? If, just give him another week. If it's what Amber said, if it's a situation that it can get worse if you get if you if you you know run on it, walk on it. There is some talk too that if it tears, it's better. So right. the more you, but hasn't he torn it? I thought the I, way he was talking when he had his press conference, it sounded like. It was already torn. He just wasn't seeing the benefit yet yeah. of it being torn. Which He's is waiting on it to feel better. Right? Yeah, he was waiting for that point. Grimacing, imagine imagining playing a professional sport with a torn anything. Yeah, but good for you. I, pro football players are tough. Yeah. All right. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take our final break. When we come back, I got some storylines we're first gonna break. talk through. I was like, sorry, final. Dang, was first I gone break. that long? Okay. <laughs> first break. Sorry. First break. Uh, when I when we come back, we have some storyline items we're going to get to, and we will at some point in this show break down the scenario. Cowboys have a chance this weekend. There is a chance. Cowboys can wrap up the division. We'll talk about those scenarios. We'll get these guys to pick those games and what they think is going to happen in all those games that have to fall Cowboys' way. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbent attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him, it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. 
The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. It's holiday season. Spend your holiday with a star and grab gifts like a new player jerseys, tees, hats, plus exclusive collections, all with great deals. The Pro Shop has more Cowboys gear than anyone in the game. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com at Fanatics Experience. Welcome back. Hey, second segment of the Human break. jukebox over here. <laughs> Welcome the back Southern, to the-, the Southern Marching Band. That's a good band right That's there. That's one of the best bands. That's a good band right there. All right, welcome back. It is the second segment of Break Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the Star, we are talking Cowboys versus Giants. They play this Sunday, noon central time. Mm-hmm. Um, we will get to a little later the scenarios that the Cowboys have uh, or that, that could possibly allow them to clinch the NFC East this weekend. But before we get to that, let's hit some of the storylines of this game. I think there's a lot of uh, intrigue, for me at least, on what's going to happen with the offensive line because there could be some moving parts there. Let's talk first about the left tackle position. Who do you think is the better option? I'm not saying necessarily who's going to be out there. I think we all know who's going to be out there. But who is the better option between Ty Insecki and Terrence Steele at left tackle? I think it depends on what you're asking them to do. I think um, you asking them to play the Giants. No, I'm like asking them what job you want them to do: right. uh, run blocking versus pass blocking. I think Inseki, give him some credit. Like for as much as people dog him, he's gone in a couple times this season and held his own. He did it Sunday. He did it against. He looked. I thought that I thought Cooper Rush was going to get killed in Minnesota when he first came in, and then he settled down and yeah. was great for the rest of that game. I think Ty Inseki gives you something as a pass protector. Hmm. Um, better than what Steele can give you? At least comparable, if not okay. outright better, yes. Okay. I don't see them that much different from no. each other. Yeah. I, I I would go down to Kellen Moore and be like, what, what are you going to do this week with Terrence Steele as far as the jumbo packages? Are you going to use him? Do you want that a part of your game? Um you know, if so, because because it's that close to me. It's the Inseki and Steel. If it's that close, if it is that close, and then Steel helps be that extra tight end that reports eligible and all that stuff, then I'm then I'm okay with with starting Inseki. I'd be okay with that. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Steel's going to start at left tackle, though. That's what I think. It all, but I no that I think he's right. I think Steel will start. I'm not going to be surprised if they both have a role, though. You think in just can in do that some jumbo that role or that the I bet he like, could like they rotate them like they do definitely jumbo and depending on the situation I just I think we'll see both okay. I think we will All right. it's a new era you do what you do <laughs> the defensive line same thing hey, who am I to say players. who am I to say it doesn't work All right let's talk about the guard position There's been talk this week that uh, the Cowboys should or could change the left guard um, Who do you think is the better option there Connor Williams or Connor McGovern I think it's um, I think it's very similar, and I, I don't think the drop off is that severe. I think Connor Williams is a better athlete than Connor McGovern, at least when it comes to playing offensive line. I think Connor McGovern deserves a lot of credit for how well he's done that Hulk thing, the, the fullback, basically. I mean, it started out as kind of a joke, like oh, Kellen's just showing off, but like he's pretty <laughs> he's pretty good, like, and that's an element that they haven't had. Like Connor Williams has kind of done it, but it's just not the it's same. Not very good. It's not, no, no, he's not very good at and it. And so I don't mean to like. Obviously, Connor McGovern's a great athlete in his own right, but I think Connor Williams as a guard gives you more athleticism. I don't think it's Dan Orlovsky was talking about this this week, and people were asking Kellen more questions about it, like. 
they don't pull anymore since Connor McGovern became a starter. Like they don't do any plays that involve pulling or getting your guards out in space, which we know is something Zach Martin can do. Uh, I think Connor Williams is better at it than Connor McGovern. Um, and I, I, I also expect to see a change there. I think Connor Williams is going to start this week. Well, should, should the change at left tackle with Tyron being out affect the decision of what you do at left guard? I don't think so. Uh, not anymore. I mean, you got to get the best guys out there. Not only that, but at this point, I think that there should be plenty of reps between all these guys. Like, first of all, we know they rotate everybody anyway. Like, Connor Williams has been getting reps throughout the season. He was starting. He's still been getting reps while he's been on the bench. Same thing went for Connor McGovern. Like, they were repping Connor McGovern with the starters during practice before he officially got the job. They've been doing this since July. I just think. I'm not buying that in December as like a reason to be worried about. I it. just hate that we're all the way down in December, almost finishing up December, and we still don't really know what the best combination really is. I mean, we were here sitting talking about Connor Williams, how he needs to get out of there, and then they finally eventually make that move, and then we don't necessarily like it either, and we're like, oh, okay, well, that's not working out too well. Not a big drop-off, like we said, but then we've seen the changes, like even in the running game, it just hasn't been the same. So it's just, and I I get it, like you're never going to really know what's best until you actually go out and try it, but it sucks that it's happening at this time of the year where you're still kind of like, okay, well, who are our best five? You know, I kind of wonder if we do know, like the answer's there, it just isn't the answer we all want, which is you know the best five, but the best five isn't as good as you want them to be. Yeah, well, that's the, what I was going to say for sure. Is just like this. It is. That's the reality. This yeah. offensive line. It ain't going to get any yeah. better. This isn't a dominant offensive yeah. line. You know, I'm, Connor Williams, seven and two as a starter. I mean, the Cowboys are seven and two when he starts. Connor McGovern, two and three. Hmm. I mean, that's it is what it is. I'm. It's. You think it makes that much of a difference? I'm not. Saying, I'm, I'm just telling you what the records are. I mean, we always talk about sample size, and yeah. if that's enough and all that, I mean, and who they played and all this stuff. I mean, they they played nine games with him at left. I we were hoping that McGovern would fix the problem. Maybe that's the fix, and it wasn't. That wasn't. That's not the issue. That he didn't fix anything. So it's, I'm not saying it's on him or whatever. Maybe that's not the problem. Maybe it was never the problem. The penalties have gone down some, but I don't think the running. So is the running game. So I'm gonna laugh ruefully. Like, it shouldn't be that simple, right? You're always like, it's all connected. There's all these reasons for all of it. I'm going to laugh if they just run over these guys with Con- if Connor Williams starts, which I think he will. You know who he's else a road grader. You know who else is going to laugh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everybody's, <laughs> his whole career, everybody's like, he's not strong. He can't push anybody off just the like line. Guys. <laughs> now we get to see the Cowboys go for 230 with Zeke and Ito Smith because Connor's back in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know who else will laugh? His agent. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he goes will. to free agency. Yeah, yeah got, he will. He's going to write. He was out four games. Zeke struggled, whatever. He comes back in the lineup. Yeah. What do you guys think is the biggest, uh, will be the biggest thing that Dallas needs to do this weekend to get their offense back going? Particularly uh, as Dak was talking about the big challenge being that defenses are playing back. They got to be patient and that sort of thing. What is the biggest thing that, that they need to do this week to, to get back on track? Just this is nothing makes sense if they're playing back, so there's no more deep ball, and then Schultz isn't catching anything, and the running game can't not run, working, <laughs> and the little screen passes aren't working. 
I don't know. Like I, I don't I, <laughs> have they played that good of safety right. that they can cover the like, whole the field problem, that fast? Like what are we take doing? Every, it's like pick your poison, you, all of it. <laughs> and it's all working. It seems like. I think the biggest. I mean, I, and I don't know. It should. It should be working. It should be working better than it has been with the way uh, teams have been playing them. But like. The number one thing that could fix that is just if the running it, game is gives you a threat. It isn't doesn't, that the worst thing, though? What? You know, like if you're like a mechanic or something, or the stuff that Chris Beam does on that side of it, and you're like, it it should be working. Yeah. Like it's all, oh. what's the problem? Right. Why why can you hear it? If you ever want to, nothing, nothing not working. makes me more frustrated than that. Like if it, you know, if everything's, like my headphone jacks plugged in and the wire's fine everything looks that's like why, it's and i still can't hear like i will freak that's why out. i hate the term and i don't ever use it i hate the term talent like you know we throw in the camera like well the talent's on there uh that's bs because it takes a lot more talent to, to fix it if it messes up you know what i mean that's why i look at it i know that they always say talent but i think there's more talent on the other side because i couldn't if it went if it troubleshoots i couldn't fix it wow that's a great analogy because nobody I was just about to say where are you gonna take and, the football? And, and nobody and gives credit to the offensive line and yet they make everything that's work talent, for everybody you know, else talent. Yeah, yeah they make it work for you the know, talented you and so we want to if you're gonna fix something that's what needs to get fixed Ab- yes absolutely mm-hmm. like and i I'm the pass happy guy. Like for early first and second down runs, piss me off. I don't like it. But that is the quickest and easiest way to fix this thing. Is if your running game yeah. scares anybody, and that does, they don't have to run for 200 yards. They just have to be averaging four or more per carry. It would be so nice to see some six, eight, 12 yard runs with some regularity. And it. It didn't look great in Washington, but it looked as close to good as it has in a minute, in my opinion. Yeah. And so maybe Connor Williams can help with that. Every indication that we're hearing is that Zeke is getting better. Like they feel they that's I don't get that. Speaking of things you don't get, you're like, he can't make this worse and he's just gonna play through it until he feels better. Like that doesn't seem like it should make sense but according to them it does like they he feels better this week than he has in recent weeks he's got a brace now he's i think that's that'll help him in terms of like feeling confident in it so i don't think he's going to look like he did in september but maybe he will look as good as he has in a while especially when you think about all the losses the giants have on their defense right now you know nick you said it doesn't it doesn't really make sense but actually a lot about what I think is happening with this offense started to make sense to me this morning as McCarthy was talking when he talked about, uh, and I think he talked about this on his radio show, not in his mm-hmm. press conference, but he was talking about how it, early in the season teams can get by with scheme. Um, you can do a lot of things that teams haven't seen, and that can make you look really, really good early in a season. As the season wears on, you get to week six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now it's more about execution because teams have seen what you're going to do. You're not going to roll out a bunch of new stuff at at them every week that they don't really know what's coming. Now it's about your execution. And if you watch this offense play, it's not that everybody is messing up all the time. It's that on a lot of plays, this guy messes up on this play. And then this guy messes up on this play. This guy on this play. And so what tends to happen is it's really more about the fact that just as a unit, they have not been able to consistently execute. And that's what's causing the problems. If they can clean that up, they can fix this offense. And that goes to Dak. That goes to the running backs. That goes to the offensive line. That goes to the receivers. You know, think about all the mistakes, the drops, the penalties. Like, that's what they got to clean up. If they clean that stuff up, I think that fixes the problem. 
they just don't seem to be able to get in a rhythm right. because of that. But I'll say this. Expect to see more from the tight end position this week. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Now, whether or not it's going to be Ooh. good. That's Dropping a, knowledge. That's what you got over there, Garcia? Ah, I got eyes. That's that is what a, I got. That is a Nick Eatman kind of drop right there. Like, <laughs> throw it out. Yeah, just throw it out there, and you've been talking to somebody or something, and it's like, I'm just going to throw this out wow. there. Something to keep an eye on. New Implier. Implier yeah. strikes back. <laughs> All right, let's take like, our final she break. She didn't say which tight end. She did not. She didn't say Schultz. She just she said not. the tight end. She said the tight end. Sprinkling in a little knowledge over Maybe there. Maybe start him this week. Sprinkling in a little knowledge. My, my season's done, man. It's over. It's over. He's already Thank, killed you. He killed me last week. Oh, I don't. I don't get to play again. This will be the moment. This will be the moment he yeah. comes out and oh, has a stellar game. Fantasy football in a nutshell. Just, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Are right, we going to take our final break? We'll come back. We're going to talk about this, these scenarios the Cowboys have to be able to clinch this weekend, and we're going to pick some of these games, and then pick obviously the big game. Cowboys versus Giants will do that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it, for turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. Dak Prescott is the nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service, activities off the field, and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation Hmm. by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge, followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. Welcome back. My final segment of break. <laughs> what, what was that? that? Welcome back. Welcome back. I don't know what. Back. 
Welcome. Hey, man. Oh. Wow. Final <laughs> segment of the break. Live from SWBC Morgan Studios at the Star. Hey, okay, so here's the deal. Cowboys have a scenario, a couple scenarios, where they could clinch the NFC East this weekend. The first thing absolutely has to happen, and we all know this, they've got to beat the Giants in order to clinch. That's the first thing. Ding. Second thing, there are two different options. One, first option, easiest option, there has to be a tie between Philadelphia and Washington. That's easy. That's the easiest of the options. That tells you how likely the other option is. All right, now the other one. Did you do the math on that? Is a tie statistically more probable than getting no, all of these results? That. What would you guess? Oh, yes. Because, I mean, Even think though, about like, a five-game parlay, or really it would be seven, like a seven-game seven parlay. Seven-game parlay. I, guessing a seven-game yeah. parlay, it's almost impossible. It is, impossible, but, but how? I mean, how many t- – there's like a tie a year in the NFL, maybe, and there's already been one. Yeah. I just – I don't. I would love to see the numbers on that. I don't know I the think answer. That, I think there's a better chance of that happening than this. These. Seven I'm gonna games. laugh Me if too. that goes to seven. Overtime. Seven games, man. That's that's a it's, lot. Keep to in mind too, Washington is decimated by COVID. Yeah. Like they're like ten point underdogs to a mediocre Eagles team. So that could happen. Like I mean, well, I'm saying it could happen that the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles win. Oh yeah, because okay. that's the scenario. That you, right? So it's Cowboys so, win, Eagles win. Yeah, if Cowboys and Eagles win, here's the scenario. You got. Actually, there were five or six games that you had to get. That's to out go the window way. already. That already got killed. You got to get five or five Saturday and Sunday they were the only because underdog. the Chargers and the Chargers acted like last night. I was like, maybe they're going to pull this off. They end up losing, so that one's out the window. You got to get five or five on these. Here, we'll talk five. to Dave about that afterwards. I want to talk about about that game after. Sure, go ahead and talk about it right now. Just did you think the because you're real big on. Don't score too early. Don't score too early. Did you think? Were you watching it that close? I wasn't watching it super close. The Chargers scored, or the the, the Chargers they both scored early. The Chargers had the lead, right? They scored in twenty eight twenty one with about two twenty two thirty to go, and got up seven. And then they went and scored with like with one ten to go. The Chiefs went down and scored twenty eight twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. And then they both teams got the ball back again. I mean, it was so. Yeah, I, I, I if mean, you're north of the two minute warning, it's that's, hard, that's different for me. Like, w- what pisses me off is when you score with one ten left, and you could have taken it down to like twenty five, and it's and yeah, they're like, well, yeah. what could we do? We had to score. It's like, no, you have to recognize who you're playing. Yeah, it's a little different when you're north of the two minute warning. I, I, when I saw there before half, though, and when they tried to go for it on fourth rather than field goal, Jeez. I thought it was a horrible decision. But I was thinking to myself, I'm sure Dave's like that was absolutely well, the right decision. But some, I want to hear what you. Well, think. somebody on Twitter made a good point that if you are going to settle for a field goal, that's not a bad place to do it because. You don't get the benefit of pinning Mahomes deep because you're right. just going to go at halftime. Right. So like, you can. I mean, if they had kicked a field goal, I wouldn't have killed him for it. But I just, I'm never going to kill you for being aggressive, especially in a game like that. I mean, Where you feel like you got to score a lot. Ironically, well, no, because even I mean, you wound, they wound up needing 34 points to win. Mm-hmm. T- field goals aren't going to get it done against those types of players and those types of offenses. And if you manage to score. They would have gone into halftime, what, 20? They would have been up 11 points, right? 21-10. So now... It's not true, though. 34-29 would have got you to win because it's overtime. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm just saying you went to overtime, so if you 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 left a lot of points on the board. You needed basically 30 points to win that game. I mean, at the end of the day. Field goal, yeah. Um, I, I, mean, I, I get it. But, but the yeah, irony I, is I'm that not killing him for it both, both teams missed their opportunities, and so it was a much more defensive game than we mm-hmm. were probably expecting, but... Like I said, it, it's not always going to work. I'm not going to kill you for it, especially when you're playing that type of team. I just think does, you need to be aggressive. Yeah. So does Aikman do twice as many games as Romo? Is that what happens? Because he does Thursday and Sunday. Yeah. 
I mean, is that is that the thing? I, I mean, I've I saw him on a lot of Thursdays this I thought, year. Yeah. I thought Romo does some Thursday games. No, I guess not. I'm not sure. It's I'm so pretty Fox sh- does it all. Either or NFL Network does it alone. Like NFL Network has a few exclusives sure. that Fox doesn't do. But yeah, pretty yeah. much every Thursday. But Aikman's been, been doing double dipping here. Like yeah. Thursday, Aikman and Buck and Aikman Buck. have yeah. done like every Thursday and every Sunday. Yeah. Money <laughs> yeah. for them. All right. Uh, okay, okay. So, so here's we're going to go. These, we're going to go through these five games, and I want you guys to pick these games for me. Okay. All right. So Cowboys need five of five. Um, Pat Patriots. Uh, sorry, Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> pa- pa- Patriots. Versus Colts. Cowboys need the Patriots to win. How likely is that to happen? Nick? Donde esta? What? It's in Indy. Uh, it's in Indy. <laughs> oh. You don't know enough Spanish to know that what that means? Where's the game? Sorry. Uh, okay, cool. You live, you've you lived in Texas like your whole life. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. All right. You work with Amber, too. Colts. <laughs> Colts. Is the game in Indy? Yes. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I apologize. My oh, my God. Well, I'm going to go with the the home team on that one, but okay. I, I would go with the Colts there. You think the Colts are going to win that? If it's in Indianapolis, I'm going to take I'm sorry. That I, matters. I don't. And I also, I'm sorry. I know that they beat the Bills in a Nor'easter and yeah. whatever. I, I'm not, I don't buy the Patriots. Not as really? like, not as a like Super Bowl winning team. Like they are a good team. They're the, they're the 2016 Cowboys. Like they're a good, solid team. But how far are you going to get with a rookie quarterback? Yeah. You just, I mean, I just I don't they're buy at, them. They're at Indy, by the way. Yeah, and I know. Like, Indy. no disrespect to Belichick, he's the goat. But yeah. like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a seven winning streak right now. I get it. So, mm-hmm. It's got to end at some point. <laughs> Does it? Yes. Nobody. <laughs> nobody in there. Maybe not this year, but at some point, it's going to. Yeah. Yeah. If that Patriots team beats the Chiefs in the playoffs, no matter where the game is. Just put Belichick in the Hall of Fame. Like, just let him move into bet the against Hall of him. Fame. I'm just saying, I wouldn't bet I would. against. That's he's already true. moved in, by the way. No, I'm he's, saying no, but yeah. like, just give him a whole wing. Like, just give him a whole wing yeah. in the building. He's just adding new wings at this yeah. point. Yeah, he's already in and got as much space as he wants. That's All right, true. so you guys are basically killing it. By tomorrow night, you think this is done? I mean, Cowboys have no shot other than a tie. Of course, anything's possible in the NFL, but I'm not going to be surprised if, if I, the, I like Colts the Colts win that game. In that game. Yeah, I do too. Cards have to beat the Lions. I like yes. the Cardinals in that game. Okay. Uh, Bengals have to beat the Broncos. At your boy. Look, I'm emotionally Where? I'm emotionally invested in the Bengals, but and I, I follow them way more closely than I normally would because of who plays for them. If I've learned anything about them, they are like the classic late Tony Romo era Cowboys where like <laughs> they win the games they're not supposed to and lose to the teams yeah. they're not like so and they're I, in but, Denver but isn't way. Denver kind of they're, they're up there too Dude, the, the like, whole AFC is yeah. in the playoff race like the Jets are like the only team and the Texans and the Jags I guess like those three are the only ones that are yeah. like out of it and this is also the time of the year you have to look at weather reports like who yeah. knows what that's going to be like in Denver this weekend Who you just mm-hmm. never know it could be 20 feet of snow who I I hate to bet against my boy, but I could just see the Broncos smashing them for yeah, some yeah, reason. I see, yeah. I see the Bengals win in that one. So, Dolphins have to beat the Jets. Yes, Jets are awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Jets on that one. You were taking the Jets over the Dolphins. I am. Which, ironic, Jets. it goes to my point. The Jets are putrid, and they beat this Bengals team. So, yeah, I... Give me the Jets. This is they're at they're my at Miami too. You still taking the Jets? I almost asked the dumbest question in the world. Uh, I almost asked where the game was. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't. I caught myself. It would be dumb because the, the Cowboys we're playing are playing the in Giants their stadium and the Giants play. Yeah, 
See, yeah. Derek didn't even know why that was dumb. <laughs> I was sitting there like, okay, okay. I, I yeah. seriously was like, yeah, where is that game? Yeah, no, it's in. It's I in mean, they could have played Saturday night, whatever. No. I, yeah, they could have played Saturday. They could have, but yeah. Right. Uh, I wonder if they ever done that Saturday Sunday. That seems or like Sunday, an awfully Monday. quick turnaround because yeah. you have to flip everything. The that it's kind of cool how that works. Like if you go there for a Jets game, everything's green. If you go there for a Giants game, everything's blue. And there's like a whole army of people that, like yeah. the Jets, have their own Ring of Honor and their own Super Bowl banner. You got to restencil the field. Like yeah. there's a well, lot of stuff. Oh, that the, the field goes without saying, but even yeah. like the banners and stuff change when yeah. they play. They got to cover up those. Hall of Fame. I don't know if they cover them That's up. That's an interesting but thing. I never noticed it. We'll like, look this week. But Let's they, go look for Mark Gastineau. See if he's up there. They sure. they might. Heard of him? Yeah. They might Vince keep. I think they keep both Rings of Honor up, but like the banners at the top that say like Giants football and stuff like those mm-hmm. go away during Jets games. Mm-hmm. So J E T S. I don't think so. No. I'm gonna go. Um. Can I switch? I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna go back to Miami on that. One. Okay, Miami. And the so, I was gonna say the, with the, all these teams. I mean, the only one that you. I think everyone could be certain of or to say it's like that Giants game. But other than that, even with bad teams, it like it plays in your head like I, I could see Ly- it Lions, going the other yeah. way. Lions Cardinals. There's only there's only well, one that, I, I mean yeah. there's only one of these games where it's like the team is there's such a lopsided thing between the two teams, and that's Cardinals Lions. All the rest of them it's a it's a game where you might have a favorite, but it's like they're kind of shaky, mm, yeah. so I don't really we know. We are dedicating you know? a lot of time to something <laughs> trying to win the division. I get it. <laughs> I, I it just it reminds me of like the guy in your office that's like, so then I, I need Keenan Allen to do this, but if it goes to Eckler, then I'm gonna lose my matchup, and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't care about all these details. But I, I get it. I get it. You know, we're filling radio time. That's sure, kinda, you kind of want the Colts to beat the Patriots and just, just to get it over. No, with. no, I, I want no, absolutely not. I want the Cowboys to lock up the division as soon as possible so that they can do stuff like rest guys that need rest. It's yeah. just. It just seems like such a small percentage. It's not chance dramatic enough, you know. With the steal, Cowboys, you need some drama. To steal Nick's line, like is McCord packing hats? Like are the equipment guys packing hats? I'm guessing they are. If they want to celebrate it, I'm guessing they are. And by the way, they I, they actually they will not. I just thought about that. They will not because they won't know until after the three o'clock games are done. Because there's one game. All of these are noon games except for well, there's a Saturday night. Then the rest of them are noon, and then the other one is the the Broncos and Bengals. Yeah. That happens at three, so they won't know until we're maybe in the air. Yeah, you can't open up a box on the plane. You Pass could, you could, but I think it's it's that's also kind of thing of are you doing it so you can get the photo op, or are you doing it just to give them out, right? I mean, I mean the Phil, the Philly Washington games at noon, they could tie and we win the game, and then the very, so, very true, very true, very true. That is such a motley crew right there. I mean, these offensive <laughs> linemen right now. Oh, my God. Nate. Nate. And I mean, jo- what does Joe have on? Cowboy Santa. Oh, oh my God. I mean, this this right here, is, seriously, <laughs> is the that same is, guy. I've never seen Nate smile different. so much. Yeah. I mean, this was right. Joe Looney was Nate, you know, jolly wise and all that. I mean, he was the, he was the same guy. We were looking at, at Joe yeah. Looney. I'll just let you guys Nate. know. Just stay tuned. There's hanging gonna be, with the boys. There's going to be something going on on Hanging with the Boys today. So make sure you stay tuned for yeah. this. It's going to be interesting, I guess. Yeah. Well, Chris has the camera on, Dave. Yeah, you can oh, see him oh, in the background. Over my shoulder. Yeah, you can you see, see him in the background. There you go. You guys get get a chance to look behind. Do some the curtain dancing, here. Joe. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's get some picks. Cowboys versus Giants. Who wins this Sunday? Amber, you go first. Cowboys. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right, Dave. I think I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna keep betting on this offense to finally get it right. I really. 
it just reminds me of like one puzzle piece is in the wrong spot and they're just gonna they're eventually gonna get it i don't know why it's taking them so long but this is a good opponent to do it against um yeah i mean i they should win comfortably uh similar to last week i think they're capable of building out a lead and i mean what's mike glennon gonna do um Hopefully it's a little more pretty in the second half, like 30, 30. They're going to crack 30. be the first time since Thanksgiving, 34 to to 14. Okay. Nick. Cowboys. They won 27 to 17 and 27 to 10. I'm going to stick to 27 the last. And these three road games on the road, I'm going to stay at 27. 27 to 12. Okay. I think they're better. I think – Giants will mess around and have you know a few field goals here or do something, but I think it'll be kind of an ugly game. I, I think it's gonna be very similar to what we've seen before. They're better. You, you can it'll take two minutes to see who's better, but it'll take it'll take fifty five to really just kind of all right put it away. I think this is a blowout. I, I think by by third quarter I'm gonna put in the writing emoji to Dave on Twitter saying go ahead and get your story done, man. Oh, let's, you know let's what's gonna be happening. What they're gonna blow him out, and he's gonna be like, oh, they, they, Broncos, Broncos twenty one, yes. and, and Bengals fifteen. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna Jets. be happening. Oh, That's exactly Jets. what's gonna God, be happening. Jets. We're gonna be by the by fourth quarter. We're gonna be watching the other games on our laptops. But That's then, but then like, and then, something bad's gonna happen. The Giants, look, the Cowboys gonna up by, take it worse than touchdowns. everybody. Barkley. The Cowboys will be up by three touchdowns, and then Barkley breaks along, and I'm like, whoa, oh, hey, man. It, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Take a second. The one Derek will annoy me. That is what will happen. <laughs> one way or the he'll That's either my job. I know he'll annoy either be you. like slapping me and telling me to get started working or complaining that why is Barkley <laughs> averaging eight yards a carry? Look, game day this is, is not Mike fun Davis from not 780, and the Giants have gotten back into this game. Take one Barkley with a touchdown. We'll be right back here on KDL. Ended up looking at the guy like. Now this will this will be this is going to be the most fun we've had watching the Cowboys since Atlanta. Like forty-one yep. thirteen. Wow, 40. 40 41 13. That's what they're going to put up this week. They're going to get a like. Is it going to be a takeaway fest or is the offense right. actually going to play? The well? defense is going to score right. at least one touchdown. All right, okay. all right. That's my question. So sixteen guys have scored a touchdown yeah. this year, which is ties the record. Mike is going to get one. It's going to be Micah. He's Micah's going to get one. Who, who will be the next guy that hasn't scored? You think Micah? Micah? Micah's going to get one. Um, I'm going with the easy one. It'll just no. It'll be that's across the whole team, right? Yeah, the whole team. It'll just be boring. Like Jeremy Sprinkle will catch a touchdown on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go Corey Clement. Corey Clement. That's the easy. That's one. actually an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Micah's got to get in the end zone. He's going to get in the end zone. It, I, that would be awesome. Don't I get me wrong. This, I said like, this on Media Mash before because. He's got more stats than Lawrence Taylor's rookie yeah. year when yeah. you know that. But what Lawrence Taylor did, I think it was Thanksgiving against the Lions. He picked off a pass at the one yard line, threw a little out. He picked it off at the one, housed it. I mean, as a Wait, line, at at his only at their one, he went a hundred wow. or whatever against okay. the Lions his rookie year on Thanksgiving, and I, that was like okay MVP on defense MVP. <laughs> that would be the thing. Like oh, that, is, that's how you win right, it. Right, that's how you do it. This that's is win it. I hate that that's true. But, like, if Micah gets a pick six before the season's over, I think that could be enough to, like, yeah. swing it, where you're just like, what can't he do? Right. I've seen somebody go 100 yards at MetLife Stadium there. Do you mm-hmm. remember? 100-yard interception return for a touchdown. Interception? Yep, yeah, the Cowboy legend Brian McCann. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. That's the craziest game oh, we've ever seen. Garrett's first win. Lights went out. Oh, yep. yep. Sitting next to Rob Crazy Phillips. Yeah. Lights just go out. Yeah. yeah, Rob Rob and I both were we weren't Was that That was not cool. I don't I'm have to think what that wasn't the game where 
that toward the end of the game they had it, they kicked the ball off and kicked it out of bounds. The Giants did. No, no, I'm thinking no. that's a Parcells, right? Yeah, that was Parcells, right? Yeah, seven okay. years off. It's yeah. been like MetLife has been the scene of some cr- really cool stuff, but recently it's just been kind of meh to bad. Like Jarwin touchdown. Jarwin, <laughs> the black cat was at MetLife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, lost to the that. Jets yeah. at MetLife. Dax went out at MetLife. The I mean, Hail Mary to Beasley. Obviously, oh, OBJ. I know. Sorry, Cowboy fans, not to trigger you, but yeah. As Des said, we still got that done. Oh, as every Cowboy fan ever, I'm like, man, what a cool! Did, did you know they won? Did you hear the final <laughs> score? Did you hear the final score? You know who won? Shut up! That's Shut fair. up, OBJ. Fair. Still the best catch I've ever seen. Absolutely, it is. absolutely, it is. Give it, him credit for it. It. It, it. it is because all these other catches that guys have done like that, they do it like from the six yard line. That thing was coming from the. 50. Yeah. I mean, just think about how strong your arm and your hands have to be to, to control it and catch it. Because it's coming down. Coming down people like people will yeah. try to discredit it because of the gloves. And these gloves definitely help you catch the ball. But, like, get Sick. real. It ain't stick them. Get real. <laughs> I mean, you know. That yeah. dude still got it, too. I, I didn't think he did, man. Yeah, I was watching him play. the other day. Like, he can still play. I, I remember at the Pro Bowl. We were at the Pro Bowl in 2014. And Witten, it was one of those practices where everyone's got the goofy hats on, and you know, it's not really a practice. Witten makes a catch, and we're kind of standing over there, and he goes, "Odell Beckham is the most explosive player I've ever seen." And I'm like, and then just goes back to the huddle. Yeah, yeah like caught a pass, <laughs> and like most explosive player I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah, you, you think? And he's like already back. I'm like, oh, I guess we're not really talking. He just that was just, just wanted to drop that, that on you. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> just drop it on you. All right, we appreciate you guys, Jonas. We'll be back on Monday. We'll tell you what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Still in for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia. I am Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. Miss. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.